Hi, I'm Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 14 of How How Married Married Are You? Let's go ahead and jump into our words of affirmation. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for sending your words of affirmation. This right here is an opportunity for you to kind of give us feedback and uh, your thoughts on the podcast. If you have not given us a review yet on uh, Apple Podcasts, make sure you go ahead and do that. And if you are stumbling for the words of affirmation or words to say, just go ahead and read your review because it's really important that you leave reviews on the podcast so that we can get high ratings and more supporters and more listeners. So uh, go ahead and take that away. Here's Donald Gadsden with our words of affirmation. What's going on, How Married Are You family? This is Donald Gadsden Jr., producer of the How Married Are You podcast, and you're listening to Words of Affirmation. Hi, Glenn and Yvette. I want to thank you both so much for your transparency in in this podcast, How Married Are You? This podcast has been such um, a helpful resource to understanding God's intent for marriage and what it practically looks like in the modern lens. So I thank you both um, for just sharing so many good jewels. To the beach, y'all, and you don't stop. A freak, freak, y'all, and you don't stop. To the beach, y'all, and you don't stop. A freak, freak. I'm in my season of singleness, I'm able to begin to practice these things and serve not only the Lord, but serve other people while I'm learning. So I thank you both for your jewels. Bless you. Yo, and we're back. From the words of affirmation, thank you so much for leaving those words. It's really encouraging. Every single time we hear those, it warms our heart, um, and it just gives us a little bit more oomph behind what we're doing with this podcast. It's such a separate thing from belief in fatherhood, but it's very um, meaningful and purposeful uh, what we're doing together as a couple. And if you have not yet supported us on Anchor or Patreon, that's okay. Thank you guys for your thank you f- to our current supporters on Anchor thank and on Patreon. Guys. The like videos that you see on Instagram and on like other platforms this is specifically for our supporters uh, and it's it's really cool that they get to actually see the mannerisms and, and the looks that we give each other because I feel like it is a show um, and so that is exclu- exclusively set aside for our supporters in that way so thank you guys so much for supporting us and if you haven't supported us yet as a matter of fact just go to <laughs> anchor dot fm slash slash h-m-a-y and it'll Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it'll prompt you to support us in that way. Or yeah. patreon.com slash BIF. What are we doing now? <laughs> Story time <laughs> featuring the chocolate, the chocolate babies. babies. So I have one. On Friday morning, kind of slept in, not sure what was going on Thursday night. What mm-hmm. happened? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. But Glenn and I slept in. And usually when we do that, you can hear the boys doing this, that, and the other. And we know they're getting away with stuff that they shouldn't be getting away with. But, you know, it's just... We're too tired to get up yep. and they're not dying. So anyways, I woke up on Friday morning and I'm greeted by Theophilus and he looks at me. And he goes, mom, look, proceeds to open his mouth and stick his tongue through his teeth. Holy, holy. He is missing a tooth. Mm-hmm. His teeth have been loose since Texas, which we went to Texas when? I don't think it's been loose since Texas. Yes, babe. No, it's been loose since the first day of school. I have the video of you finding it out. And you were like, babe, 
His tooth is loose. But when do we come back from Texas? Anyways, they said it happened in Texas. My children said it happened in Texas, I think. Okay. I mean, or maybe that's when they talked to Gavin about it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, what was I saying? He's missing a tooth. <laughs> you got sick, y'all. Yeah, I'm sick, you guys. And so if I sound stuffy, we're all sick. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Okay, what was I saying? Anyways, I woke up. The kid has tooth gone. I'm over here trying to say, hey, like, can I see the tooth? Where's the tooth at? In the trash. I open up the trash can. I can't see the tooth. And I'm not about to dig through the trash. And so I have this bittersweet feeling of, like, I'm sad that I didn't get to say bye to the tooth. But I'm also relieved that he doesn't have any clue who the tooth fairy is. And I don't have to break his poor heart and tell him the tooth fairy ain't real. And he's not getting no money for that tooth. (laughs) I think what's interesting is like I don't I've never had a conversation with him about how his tooth fall out. Have you? No, I have not. So like he could literally be like losing pieces <laughs> of his body and he just got rid of the tooth, which I think is pretty interesting about that kid because it's like, yo, you weren't gonna say anything yeah. about the tooth yeah. being gone. Yeah. So Theo definitely is the different type of kid. He's he's been having a lot of troubles lately. And I don't think he's been having troubles. I think I've been having troubles with him. As far as my story is concerned, I'll stick with Theo. But it's been a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. I've been trying to piece together actual stories for the vlog, uh, for you guys, for the story on Belief in Fatherhood that I tell, the stories that I tell on Belief in Fatherhood. I, I try to like put it together, but these stories have been so different. So it was the one story where Theo came to me and said, hey, you know, I've spent enough time with the family. It's a whole other story where Theo... Uh, you know, he has a bully that he doesn't want to, you know, talk to us about too much. And he tells us about it. And, you know, um, so like that's hard to deal with. And then this whole tooth thing. And then like, I think because of the bully he has, he's been starting to try to stand up for himself in the home, which doesn't really make sense because he's like kind of picking on his brother and being mean to his brother. And then, you know, the other day, you know, he called me stupid three times to my face. And I had this like moment of like, man, like one, I would have never called my father stupid like a day in my life. Never. And the re- repercussions of that would have been catastrophic. Very much so. Yeah, it would have been, you know, I'd rather you cut my, my toe off before, you know what I'm saying? Like I had to deal with the repercussions of this. And I didn't really know how to handle it because I was like, man, I'm trying not to spank this kid. Like I'm trying not to hurt him physically when he does something that but you know like it wasn't just like stupid and I don't know the meaning of the word like he called me stupid three times and he was like he said you're stupid because we were play fighting he got hurt you're stupid and I said Theo don't call me that that is so mean like why who taught you how to say that I said don't do that stupid and I looked at him like Oh, like you really don't have any care about like how I feel. I said, Theo, that is not nice. I'm gonna tell your mom when she comes in here, we're gonna have a discussion about it. Stupid sticks his tongue out. And then like I was like sitting there, like trying to compose myself, because I was like, man, like I really want to like do something really crazy, like cut his hair off. Or like, um, I don't know. Like, I wanted to do something that was kind of like, oh, I didn't really understand the weight of what I was saying, but now I understand the weight because I feel lifeless. Like, I wanted to hurt him because I was like, oh, you think 
you're playing mind games with me. It like got it got into my center core. And you're looking at me like shame on you <laughs> for having these thoughts. But I'm like, yo, what? Like, who are you? Like, I was having such this hard time. And so I'm really I'm this is this is my whole synopsis. When a child loses his tooth, that is the child version of puberty. That is the hair under the underarms. That's the first, you know, pube sprouted. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, that is the... Ver- because it's like, yo, like, I don't know, like, where... Because you keep telling him, oh, you're growing up. You're growing up. You're growing up. That. And he keeps hearing, oh, I'm growing up. So now I can do grown-up things and mm. say grown-up things. And I'm like, yo, I will still hurt you. But I don't want to have to put my hands on him. But I feel like that's the only way for him to understand. And I know I'm wrong for that. Like, I did, it doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of really torn with this kid. Let me know what you guys would do. Whether you have kids or don't have kids, if you're on the Anchor app, let me know. Respond back and say, yo, I would have had to knock homeboy out. Or he would have <laughs> had to. Like, mind you, he went in timeout. We had, like, a super long discussion. But he wasn't so, remorseful. He was just kind of like, well, I said it because my mom says bad words in the car. Okay. We're going to try to ignore the fact that he said he heard it at parkour. He heard, he heard it at parkour, but then he said my mom in, says bad words. I don't say bad words. I say mean words. Which are bad. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, uh, Which whatever. Are bad. Those words are bad. You know what? I love how Glenn just tried to put that all back on No, I'm not trying to put no, it all back did. on you. I'm telling you what happened. No. He started blaming you, and we were but like, yo, that, that has nothing even... to do with the thing. You still need to listen and stop like speaking like that. But he didn't understand. He didn't care. And Maybe so... he just spends too much time with me. Mm. Well, um, <laughs> if he spends time with me, he's going to be hitting people. <laughs> <laughs> So it's either he's caught, and, and so basically, what I have to do is figure out what is my next plan of action when this happens, you know? Uh, because it went into this whole thing, like, yo, I don't want to live here. I want to live, move in with Monette and Levi, and we're gonna move out, me and my brother. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what? I'm like, yo, do you know who I am, bro? Like, and the thing is, like, the kids don't know how good they have it. They're always looking at the other thing. And you know, it's so much like us. We do the same thing as grown-ups, but yeah, I was talking to we my were mom hurt. about it. We were hurt, and she said it was the same with us as kids. You were hurt. You were like, "Yo, I'm oh hurt. yeah." I told him I was like, "My feelings are hurt because I do so much for you guys, and I try to like make life, you know, excitable." And you know, sometimes you know when, and this is super bad, but you know, I am the most childish parent there is. You know, Raya say, I wish I had another dad. And I'll be Which like, I've never heard him say, I don't think. He'll be like, you know, you're not my dad. And and I'll be like, man, that's a loss for you, bro. Yeah. Like, if you want another dad, I'm cool with that. Because you need to find that nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you need to find that man. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it'll be a surprise for everybody. Like, we'll be like, oh, my God. I'd be stunned. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be stunned, too. I don't know who that guy is. Um, But I, I'm i definitely like, yo, come on, man. Like, don't come at me like that. And so they, they, they often look on the other side and wonder what their lives would be like if they lived with grandma or lived with... 
And I'm just like, man, like I, I was, we got on the phone with a friend of ours and was like, man, we need to do an experiment and figure out how to put the kids in a position where they are forced to be somewhere they're not, um, you know, other than here and see if they really want that life. Because I think if they really got to experience how other people live, they would appreciate their own home. But who knows? Anyway, let's hop into this topic of the day. That was uh, story time featuring the chocolate babies. Yvette, what's the topic? Today we're talking about do we believe in soulmates? Is there only one person in the world for each of us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Glenn Henry my one and only? Yeah. You think you are? No. You know, I think there is, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty lofty on this subject. At first, as a young kid, I didn't believe in that. Um, and I'm saying a young kid, like 19, 20, 21. I was like, man, like you can really make it work with everybody. It's not that serious, like, you know. But as time has gone on and like I've become, I don't know, like I rely on our friendship and I rely on us together. I don't see how this could work with anyone else in the entire world. Like I don't, I just don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I don't know if anyone would love me, you know, like you love me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I could love someone like I love you. I don't think that there's enough patience in the world for anyone else. Because we, yeah. Enough patience that you would have for anyone else. Yeah, like I don't, I don't. You know, I don't think that a lot of people would get away with the stuff that you get away with. Because <laughs> you're cute, you know what I'm saying? Like, you do stuff, and I'm like, man. But, like, you help me get through it because you are who you are, you know? Uh, what do you think? I don't know. I feel like there are. there's the argument that if you both believe in God and that's the foundation of your relationship, then... You can make it work with anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely think you can make it work. Like, it could work, but it just wouldn't be, like, preferred. Like, I don't know if my life would be as fun with anyone else or... Because last week we talked about, oh, like, other people and you being attracted to other people. Now, you being attracted to someone and then you, like, being with that person, you know what I'm saying? And, like, really thinking about life, what, what life mm-hmm. would be like with that person is like, yo, Nah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that person is a very nice person. They look nice, whatever. But I'm not trying to like trade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not trying to, you know, because I love what I have over here. You know? Yeah, I agree. I I definitely believe that that you were handpicked for me. Because mm. there's no way I would have picked you out in a crowd of guys just by looking at you and saying. That's the one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just the way that our paths crossed, the way that I got to know you, um, the way that your heart was exposed to me. I definitely believe, like, I, yeah, I just believe you were handpicked for me. Mm. And I feel like I have, like, I feel like I married up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, like, we, we have, like, you know, 
like people, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, man, like, you know, we all go through our hard times, but I, I sometimes I'm like, man, I don't know if I could deal with their situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like a respect thing, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm super big on respect. Mm-hmm. And at the hint of disrespect, I kind of like, I shut down. I feel like, oh, okay, well, this ain't going to work, you know? I think we were talking at some point, and it was like, oh, if you ever hit me, like if you ever like physically hit me, I would leave you. Like You were like, oh, you wouldn't want to go to counseling? I said, no, I'm gone. You know what I mean? Like if you were to physically put your hands on me, because I know that, I know what it's like to be hit by a woman. You know what I'm saying? Side note, I have never hit him. Facts. And never even had the inclination to hit him. Right. But- I had to tell you a lot of times, like, yo, this is, like, a real, like, important point for me. Like, I don't like this. You know, like, I don't like to be... Because I know that how crippling it is to be a man and be like, man, I'm kind of set up to fail here. You know, because if I defend myself, then, you know, people are going to hate me. (laughs) Mm. You know what I'm saying? And if I don't, I'm going to feel like a punk. And so, like, that's kind of put me in a lose-lose situation, and, like, there is no counseling for that, you know? And I I, I never hit you, mm-hmm. ever, you know what I'm saying? Like, or never would, you know what I mean? Um, but I feel like that is a, a health risk, you know, for us, for our family. So, you know, in knowing that, you know, people get abused in, in relationships, I feel like... You know, how would I really, I put myself in other people's shoes because the people ask me for advice, like, yo, I'm in a situation, I don't know what to do, you know, what would you do? And I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, I don't really know what what to do because I can't really see myself in that situation. And if I was in that situation, I would not handle it well. I would lose. I would leave. You know, I don't have much staying power when it comes to that type of stuff. I know. The crazy thing is, like, I've been in situations where um, a woman may share with me that her husband cheated on her or whatever. And um, and let's say it's not just one time, but it's multiple times. And I'm like, why are you still with him? Mm. If that were me, I would leave him. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily my stance or not. But I would really find it hard to forgive and I feel like we can't really say things like that until we're in that situation. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, I feel like I'd be inclined, I probably would be inclined to forgive. I definitely, like, for me, divorce is not an option. See? Okay. <laughs> what? I just don't like those type of terms. Like, I don't plan on leaving. And I don't plan on getting a divorce. But, like... What is that? Like, you know how many people say divorce is not an option? That's true. And, like, That's really should get a divorce? True. <laughs> like, you need to get a divorce. That's, That's true. not an option. We, you guys hate each other, and it's obvious. No, we're not Or going. you've been sent to the hospital several times, yeah. and your children have seen, you know? Yeah. Like, That's true. I, I'm just thinking about other things. I'm like, yeah, they should probably have gotten a divorce. <laughs> um, my bad. But for me... Divorce is not an option for me. I don't see myself in a situation where, you know, mm-hmm. where we will find ourselves in a predicament where we can't work through it. Yeah, I definitely don't see like I'm like in a position where I'm like, oh, well, if this happened. But 
you just never really know. You know, you never really know what happens. You know, like I would say, like, oh man, if you cheated on me, I would, I wouldn't, I would, I would leave you. But I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> like you cheat on me, like I'm like, dang, that's kind of crazy. I, I would have, have not a real- cheated on him, right? I wouldn't. I would have a really hard time, like being like, all right, well, it's time for me to pack up my bags and get the hell on. Like, I just be like, well, if, it, but if you had a desire to be with someone else, I wouldn't want to stop you from. You would want to. Stop I wouldn't want to stop you. You wouldn't want to stop mm-hmm. me. Like if you cheated and made a mistake, that's different. But if you were like, listen, I love this person, and I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should probably go. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. I'm not the type to be like, well, I'm going to fight for you. I'm like, well, look, if you don't. Fool, you better fight for me. I mean, if you don't want to be with me, though, then. No, I don't care. Am I not worth fighting for? You're worth fighting for, but I don't believe in people. Am I not your soulmate? I don't know. Am I not your one and only? I don't know. What? If I died tomorrow, someone else could come along that is perfect for you. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't, you know, it's not that you're not my soulmate or you're not worth fighting for it's just like yo like i don't want to keep you in i don't believe in captivity like i don't believe you're in, too prideful it's not so pride you, uh-huh. it's not it is it isn't it is it's not yes how you is it feel pride? like fighting for me would make you look like a sucker but it wouldn't no i just don't believe in keeping people in positions they don't want to be in but what if i don't know that i really don't want to be in another position with someone else then that's your loss no fool <laughs> what like i like if you're gonna be like if you're like, if Theo wants to move and live with someone else, I want him to go. At five years old. At five. At five, at 15, Raya at four. What? Get on. Go live somewhere else and see what it's like. Absolutely not. You're tripping right now. I don't know what's going on with you, but you need to wheel it back. Let's really have a conversation now. We are having a conversation. This is a real conversation. I'm serious. Babe, our kids are not going to go live somewhere else because they think they want to live somewhere else. I know, but I know when they get there and they spend, after they all the toys are gone and they're sitting there eating the food that other people eat, watching the stuff that other people watch, you know, it's bedtime getting prayed for, all that stuff, it's going to be a different life. Okay. And I want them to want to be here. That's important. So what, you want me, not saying that this is a scenario, but you want me to go off with another man realize that I really want to be with you and come back? No. I just don't believe that you should be trapped in a situation that you don't want to be in. That's just So you're just going to let me leave. No, I'm just saying like You're just going to let me leave. You said you won't fight for me. But I don't want to fight you. No, fight for me. Mm. What? I I would have a hard time like trying to like keep you in a position you don't want to be I in. Don't... You're lame. You don't love me. <laughs> That's a little dramatic. Is it? Yes. Babe, if I okay, so you're saying if I wanted to be with another woman. I'm not just gonna let you walk out my house. Okay. But if I cheated on you, we talked multiple times. With the same woman? Same woman. And I wanted to be with that person. You'd be like, nah, you ain't going nowhere. Come here. No, if it was multiple times. Now it's just this depends. I don't honestly I can't say. But if it was like, okay, you cheated on her me with her, and then we went to counseling, and then we got things better, and then you cheated on her again, or cheated on me again with her, is that then the type obviously of then obviously I want to be with her, right? Yeah. 
And then you'd be like, well, fine, I can't do this. But I fought for you because I attended counseling and I stayed in the marriage. Sure. I would do, I would do the same thing. But if uh, I know uh, that you want to be with somebody else, I wouldn't want to. But that's where that side of the point. It's all hypothetical. I'm saying yeah, that. I don't really like talking about this hypothetical situation. Yeah. Regardless, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. You know what I mean? But I feel so like. So I feel like you're saying, I'm not going anywhere. You know what I mean? But you can go. No. That's what you're saying. I don't mean to say that. That's but not that's what, what it sounds like. Do you hear it? No. I don't hear it. I believe the fifth. In the comment section below, do you hear it? Is there a comment section? I don't want to hear their opinion. Well, I hear it. Okay. I am so... I don't believe... Why am I irritated by you? What's the topic? Are we on topic? You need to have... This is your thing. You need I to have your clipboard open and figure this thing out. My clipboard and my laptop, fool. Tangent, tangent, tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I think the conversation started out about soulmates. Yeah, I believe that you are my soulmate. How, you believe I'm your soulmate? I believe... I, I don't know. I don't like saying soulmate. I think soulmate's a whack Can we word. look up the definition of soulmate? Let's sure. just look it up on okay. it. Just to see, because I'm curious. What, what does the world... Defined as soulmate. Yeah, I feel like I could have tried with anybody else and it would have worked. I think it works best with you. I think we are training each other how to be best for one another by being with each other. And We're me, I'm learning you. How to be best with one another. Yeah. By learning each other. By being with each other and spending time with each other. We're learning each other. So I'm. I'm, and so eventually, we're molding into the same person. We're molding, we're molding into a unit. That's what marriage is. So to unmold me and to put me next to someone else would be an awkward position. It wouldn't be what's best. So I'm molded most to you. So of course, at this point, I feel like there is a internal connection that it would have not worked with anybody else with because we've been molded so far, eight years of molding. Yes. You know. Okay. And so. I can align myself with that thought process. Yeah. Okay. And so, look it up. What does it say? A soulmate is a person with whom one has a feeling of deep or natural affinity. This may involve similarity, love, romance, platonic relationships, comfort, intimacy, sexuality, sexual activity, spirituality, compatibility, and trust. Yeah, but that That's is. Wikipedia. Is a person with. Let me see. <clears throat> One oh has a but see that's the thing. It's like this is not talking about it being one sole person. This is saying a person. And I believe that I'm becoming more for you today than I was for you yesterday. Agreed. And I'm becoming more knitted to be your And it's kind of like why would you want like if you're why would you want to go back? <laughs> like it took a lot of work for us to get to this point. Mm -hmm. Eight years of work plus. And so at this point in our relationship, I definitely believe you're the only one for me. Like, yeah, and I'm not I, trying to do this again. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So, like, that's why, like, cheating is such, like, a crazy concept. Mm -hmm. Because it's basically saying that, yo, I love what this person has invested in you for however long. So instead of going to work and invest on something my own, I'm going to steal this investment and take it and mold myself to the rest of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. that's why the concept is crazy. Like, oh, you don't want to really, like, cheating is lazy. Like, mm -hmm. you don't want to put in the work. 
mm-hmm. to like help manifest your own thing and grow your own relationship. You want to steal from someone else because you're lazy. Wow. And that's why like older women like, you know, are like, oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? Like what? like like are really attractive to younger men. Because it's like this other man has already like, you know what I mean, like given so much, mm-hmm. and they've been like knitted. So like her smile, she feels, she looks confident, she looks more complete, she looks happy, because you know some other man has already done the work, mm-hmm. and so for someone else, it's like, oh yeah, well I'm gonna go ahead and just go ahead and kind of slide in there. Okay. So I wonder if anybody else out there believes in soulmates. Do you believe that there is one other person out there for you, and? If they, if you do believe that, does that cause anxiety for you? Like, are you sitting there like, yo, yeah? What if he ain't the one? Yo, she just don't seem like the right fit, dog. See, in that, in and of itself, that statement that you just made to me is why I don't necessarily believe that there's only one person. Mm. Now, you know what I mean because. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to be sitting out there all anxious about, oh my gosh, what if this person isn't the one or what if blah, 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 blah. There are definitely things that you need to look at in a person in order to decide, is this someone that I am willing to invest like the time and effort into, into making a life with them? Mm-hmm. You know, like for me, I couldn't have been married to you if you were not a believer. Like that was obviously yeah. a deal breaker. Or if you did drugs Mm -hmm. or if you were a leader of a crip gang or something, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. there are certain things that would just be red flags or if you had a history of abusing your significant others Mm -hmm. with words or with um, physical touch, you know, Mm -hmm. like I didn't do what Glenn did, but Glenn created a list and every time I mention this list, people always want us to elaborate. What's the on list? It. Yeah, we should actually go through the list. Yeah, maybe one episode. But Glenn had a list that of things he was looking for in his wife, and he was praying over that list, and he shared the list with his group of men that were holding would hold him accountable whenever he would bring someone around that just, you know, was missing too many things on that list. And I don't think I hit necessarily everything on the list. You did. Oh, shoot. So then I am the one. She's dead. Yeah. But I think, like, I just think if there are things that you would like to see in your future spouse, then list those things and hold your find someone to help you hold yourself accountable to that list of features. And if you believe in prayer, pray about it. Like, take it to the Lord. And I think, too, like, I, I don't think... You are looking for someone who's perfect. We say this all the Amen. time. You're not looking for the perfect person because it really doesn't exist. You yeah. know what I mean? You're looking for someone who has a foundation that is worth investing yeah. in. Just a good foundation of like, hey, I want to start here with you. And I'm willing to even even dig up some ground a little bit to figure out like what some, some things you have underneath the surface that may be dealt with. But from this point, we can really grow. You know, Um, and I think that is the real thing. It's not so much who you find. It's, you know, when you find that person, what are you willing to invest? And if it comes out that you realize, oh, man, I'm having to invest more than I'm probably going to get back. You know what I'm saying? Or like, and I don't mean to treat it like a, a, a financial investment, but it really is like 
yo, this is a lot of time I'm putting in, in here. If I invest two, two years into this relationship, am I, by the third year, am I going to get married? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. am I going to ever get a ring from this? Uh, yeah. Or am I going to be left, you know, with a child and this and this and this? Mm. Because not that the child is a bad investment, but you definitely got, you definitely got, you you came. You definitely got got. You definitely got got, <laughs> but it's like you definitely came in with more than you left with. Yeah, and so I just want to challenge anybody out there who's struggling with the with the soulmate topic, and you're nervous about who to actually put your time into. I would say that is totally understandable for you to feel that way, but I honestly believe that you should be thinking a little bit more about, you know, not so much potential, but worth and the foundation. The the main things on my list was like, you know. I don't like not only was she supposed to be a believer, but I was like, yo, she has to tithe. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship with someone I have to argue why I'm giving money to the church. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. why I feel like this is a, a worthwhile investment mm-hmm. here. I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who's going to try to tempt me to have sex. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who, um, you know what I mean? Like, doesn't have good work ethic. Like, that was really important to me. Uh, and I felt like, and, and the conversation was like, Lord, like, not only am I asking you for these things for this person, but I don't want this person unless I am these things. Mm. That was like my prayer. Amen. And then. You got to bring something to the table. Yeah. And then Yvette, um, like, even when Yvette was like, like dating me, getting to know me, I was like giving her ex-girlfriend's numbers. Like, yo, call this person. They could vouch or they could tell them, tell you like the worst things I did. Like I was giving her information and she was kind of like, yeah, I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> that was a little extra. I was hella extra because I was like, man, I ain't got no time to be playing games with you. Like I so just want to be honest and open and this is everything it is. And if you down with it, you down. Mm-hmm. So leave your comments below if you're on a Patreon group. If you're on the Anchor support uh, the Anchor support page. Make sure that you guys send us your email address so we can make sure you're getting these videos at the right times. Uh, we love for you to be a part of our community, our Facebook group, our private Facebook group. We thank you guys so much. Yeah, Babe, how married are you? I'm so married that the other night when I wanted gummy bears and I went to the store... And I was on my way out the door to go to the store to get him. I said, hey, babe, can I get you anything? What would you like? Uh-huh. And you said, a nut rages. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. Okay. So I get to 7-Eleven, and I get his nut rages. Pause. Go ahead. Why are you pausing? Go ahead. <clears throat> I get his nut rages, and I get my gummy bears. And, you know, once you're in the store, you see other stuff you want. And so I grabbed a few extra items. Then I get to the cash register and he's like, hey, um, since you bought like a certain, like Nut Rages is a Reese's brand product. Since you bought that, you can get two extra, two other Reese's for free. And I was like, I mean, if they're free, I'll take them. Mm-hmm. And I also got hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, but, and a Sprite. <laughs> so how married are you? <laughs> so okay. anyways, I got these things. 
I Glenn was working in the garage. I dropped off his nut rages, headed downstairs with my goodies of stuff to watch my shows. I'm sitting on the couch. Next thing you know, Glenn's in the house. And all I can hear is chomp, 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 chomp. This fool is all up in my bag of hot Cheetos. And then I just happened to look at him. Like, I said, pass me the Sprite. <laughs> pass me the Sprite. He didn't even say pass me the Sprite. He walks over, grabs my Sprite, and says, gulp. And all I said was nothing. I just gave him some looks, and I let him have his, you know, treats. And that's just how married I am. Okay. <laughs> was that a good one this week? Yeah, I feel like it was a good one. That was a good one. I, yeah. <laughs> I just told him myself, hopefully Rich doesn't listen to this. It doesn't matter. You're supposed to ask me now. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. Dang, I feel like it's about to come raining down. Glenn Henry, how married are you? All right, so if we're talking about food. Okay. You know, there, you know, I know you well. Mm. Whenever we go to a restaurant or whatever, you know, she looks, first of all, the waitress or the waiter comes to the table and they say, hi, my name's Caitlin or whatever. And then they start talking to us about the menu. And Yvette goes, mm, I'll have a raspberry lemonade or some free, free, free drink. <laughs> she gets the drink. She starts looking at the menu. She's looking at the menu, looking at the menu. Hmm, I think I want this. I think I want this. I think I want this. And then she comes to the free, then the waitress or the waiter comes back. And then she goes, what do you like? Then the waitress or the waiter tells them what she likes. Then she orders something terrible. And then I order something great. <laughs> and then when we're eating such food, said food, she is complaining about how bad her food is. And I switch the plate and I eat her terrible food and give her my good food. This is the sequence of things that happen. During dinner. And, and that, that's, that's just, just how married, married I am. Are. No, no, but look. Oh. <laughs> but this is another reason how oh. I'm molding to you mm -hmm. and becoming your soulmate. Because if anybody else <laughs> done that, I'd be like, you know, proper prior planning prevents <laughs> piss poor performance. You should have thought about You should have looked at the ingredients. You know you don't like no daggone yogurt. You shouldn't have had that in the sauce. That's dumb. Don't do that. You're dumb. No. Uh. If anybody else, I would just be like, nah, man. No, eat that. And, and that's, that's just how married, married we are. are.